When last we left our heroes... Oh, thank you very much for doing the hard work for us. We thought we were gonna have to chase you down. I guess they were after me. Remember, boys, no need to keep them alive. We just need their heads. And you see one of them, a spear pierces through his chest. And one of the bandits drops down. Now dare you hurt my friend. Really? <laughs> Do be a friend and help me murder the rest of these too. I grabbed the parchment. All it says is Jack Avador Shepherd. Kill them, bring me the coin. I think we need to go pay Sarah of the Nine a visit. Gather your things, we leave tonight. Cold stone walls are dimly lit by various candles. You see burning incense and a small altar against a wall that depicts the nine gods of the Ecclesia. In front of that altar is a figure kneeling. You hear a female voice uttering a prayer. Behind her, a simple wooden door and a knock at it. The door opens without her even having a chance to stand up, but she turns to see who it is who enters. The towering figure steps into the room and illuminates, and you see that it's the gauntlet. His booming voice towers over her. Sister Sarah, how went the excursion into the tomb? She lifts her veil back, and you see it is, in fact, Sister Sarah. They fared well. The bandits were dealt with, and we returned to the relics. Hmm. You haven't paid them yet, have you? Well, no, not yet. Worry not, then. I have a writ here. We plan on arresting them. She looks puzzled. Arresting them for what? The gauntlet produces his writ from a satchel to his side. Their scourge, you know this. The urchin will just toss back into the orphanage, but the other two, they'll be executed before they leave this city. She gets a bit of a panicked look on her face. Uh, my hand, uh, my apologies, but as scourge as though they may appear, they helped us. We owe them. They, they stopped those brigands from, from desecrating that tomb. Look at their faces. You know them. They're Scourge. We do not reward Scourge for existing. We cleanse it. I'll depend on you to deliver this writ. Bring them in. You'll know where they hide. He tosses the writ to her. He leaves abruptly, but she stares at the writ on the ground. She takes a moment and looks back at her altar. A conflicted look on her face. Pensive, she bites her lip. She stands, picks up the parchment from the floor, tosses it onto the candles, and it begins to burn. 
she quickly walks out of the room and into another, where she begins to put various items into a backpack. Other clerics begin to walk by her room, and she suddenly realizes that she is exposing herself a bit, so she closes the door and quietly and deftly continues to gather her supplies. With her pack in hand, she picks up her holy tome, her mace. She takes a small moment to look around her room. She looks at her holy tome at her side. She picks up her holy symbol, takes a long look at it, rubbing her thumb across the images that she swore to protect and uphold. She leaves the room begins to walk through the halls of the Ecclesia. Very quietly, very deftly, she moves past the rest of the clerics, trying not to make eye contact. And right before she gets to the exit, a hand, donned in all of his glorious armor, stops her. Sister Sarah, where are you off to at this hour? She seems a bit flustered. Oh, I... <clears throat> I have some... Uh, last minute uh, things I wanted to uh, uh, take to the church uh, for tomorrow's holy day. I I wish to perform a special prayer for the uh, for the Jarls arriving. I, I wish to pray for their guidance and wisdom. He looks at her. Bit of skepticism across his face. Hmm. Very well. Be on your way. She quickly secures the backpack further up on her shoulder and walks out of the church. As she steps out, snowfall begins to dance in her hair. She makes her way down to the city streets. And now we find the three of our uh, heroes standing near the stables. Smells like horse shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can say that again. You would know. You're always around it. Well, you know, coal elf and all that. Um, <laughs> where's Sarah? Isn't Sarah supposed to meet us here? Where? Where? She's running late. I. I think. I don't know. I can't tell time. Um, at the very mention of this, the uh, the winter winds begin to uh, flow through the city city streets, and uh, its its icy teeth really grip across your skin, and you can tell that the the winter year is beginning. I wish I had uh, some fire spell in my hand. <laughs> I did not get that. <clears throat> kind of feels like winter in this room. It's, it's cold. It's a little chilly. Yeah, it's a little chilly. I really wanted to make sure it was immersive for you, Joe. Yeah, ambiance. It's working. There you go. At the feeling of that cold, cold wind, it's almost as if it summons Sarah because you hear the very quick footsteps uh, approaching from uh, around the corner of one of the streets. And you see Sarah uh, approaching with a torch in one hand and her backpack across her back. Hey, Avador, there's uh, your there's your fire. Ah, uh, blessed that sister Sarah. She uh, she approaches and says, we have to leave quickly. Sarah, what's wrong? Okay. I. I apologize, but 
I, I don't have your payment. Should have figured. The hands plan on arresting us. For what? What did we do? She gives you a look with regret in her eyes and she says, I'm so sorry, but they see you as nothing more than just a scourge-blooded heretic. They'll execute you before the morning. Racist mother. <laughs> <laughs> she looks down to Jack and she says, they plan on throwing you back in the orphanages. It's time we leave now. Well, that's Suppose great. our lives are on the line. She uh, she goes to the uh, stable master who has been using his pitchfork and just uh, milling about with some hay. She uh, drops some coin into his hands and says, uh, "We'll take uh, uh, one donkey and uh, 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 your your largest wagon." He holds the coin in his hand. Very well. Meet you outside the city gates. Bless you. She says, please come. We have to We have to go quickly. Where are we even going? Well, I do remember back in previous episodes, us talking to uh, a dwarf that told us, uh, uh, or, or somebody said we could head to Port Whitley and find out more about this coin that everyone wants to kill us for, but that we do know it's from Arkham, so maybe we go there? I don't know. There's so many places we can go suppose we better go before the city gets overrun by so many mourning people from all over the land that actually will work to our benefit the flooded streets will keep the hands in the city guard busy while we can slip out i think port whitley would be a good choice uh we wouldn't have to traverse across daymore pass which would take many many a dangerous night to port whitley then it's as good a place as any i guess i'm following you guys as you make your way through the city streets, uh, you finally get to the uh, to the city's gate. It's manned by a couple of city guards, but they don't seem to be uh, paying attention as they are engaged in a very raucous game of dice. You hear some coppers uh, dropping on the ground and you hear sixes, sixes all around, sixes for me. And you hear one say, ain't no sixes, I'll bet a whole flagon of new wine that it's going to be fours. Fours are the winner. Gentlemen. I feel I have an idea. You looking to swindle? Not swindle. Is is now the right time for this? I mean, (laughs) I'm 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 all for a good swindle, but (laughs) I'm all for a good swindle. If you're in, I'm in. But I mean, kind of rushing here. She puts a hand on your shoulder, check, and she says, "Now is not the time." (laughs) Okay, okay, that's what I thought. I should just asking. You have leveled up, haven't you? You have fast <laughs> hands, don't you? You have more deft hands, yeah. you nimble-fingered bastard. No. Think about it. There's a group of people with money. <laughs> They're gambling. We can get can, our money. Can I Can I? Like, get an overlook as to if anybody's pockets look extra pickable? Uh, extra pickable. pickable. Uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check over at the guards. 20. Nice. That's be my my one twenty for the night. Jeez. All right. Yeah. You uh. You see things in great detail. They've got about uh, four torches over there that some are holding, and two of them are in sconces. But it's illuminating the area pretty well. You see that there is about five guards, uh, city guards over there. Two are sitting on their haunches, setting a game area, as it were, with some stones. And one's sitting in a chair. The other, the others are standing. They're basically all looking over. You do see that the one sitting in a chair does have a pretty big flagon of wine that he's holding. 
and he's got a coin purse at his side. The rest all have their uh, coin purses in their hands because they're obviously gambling and playing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's the only one that's got his at his side. Other than that, they're really not paying much attention to their surroundings. They are very much all looking at the little makeshift circle that they have at the center of their their group, looking over their dice. And you do hear like the click clack of um, some clay dice being. Are there any like other civilians around that I could like sneak around through or am I just going to be going no, straight? It's, okay. it's the dead of night right now. There's okay. not a whole lot of people up. You do hear more people around, but in this immediate area, it's it's just the guards in the well, city gonna, gate because me, no one's really coming in at this time. Let me go straight for the, the coin purse of the guy with the the wine there, the one who's not holding onto it. Yeah. But, I mean, sneak around in whatever way will get me around that. But um, You would like, you, you can roll this. stealth. I will. 17. All right. Uh, they do not notice you. Um, you basically put your back against the gates of the city wall and you start sliding towards them. <laughs> Again, they're they're too busy hoot, hooting and hollering and, and uh, engaged with one another that they, they're paying no attention to you. You get to a point where you're basically about five feet away from like behind his left shoulder. If you would like, you can roll your sleight of hand to try to lift his purse. Critical fail. Oh, Joe, that's not good at all. No. no. I think I'd like to intervene. (laughs) (laughs) Distract. You start to extend your hand to reach over to grab the purse. However, one of the uh, uh, cobblestone tiles uh, that, you know, make up the city road is actually elevated enough that it makes a lip and you trip forward. To catch yourself from falling, (laughs) you actually grab the purse so that you are uh, not falling on your face. You hear the guard, uh, what the hell? And he looks down and you two lock eyes. Do you know where my mom is? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy? Mom? Dad? Roll. Roll. <laughs> roll. Roll a, de- <laughs> roll a deception. Oh, uh, 22. He grabs you by the arm and lifts you up. And kind of shakes you, make sure you, he makes sure he makes sure that you let go of his purse. Yeah. But he stands you up. And he says, "Listen here, wretch! I don't know where your whore of a mother is. Now get out of here!" And he shoves you away. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lucky little bastard, Jack. Let's maybe stop trying to rob people as we're trying to escape the city. Uh, but that's the plan. He's supposed to be good. Oh, <laughs> I got you, in there. I, I just got, couldn't, I got in there. couldn't seal the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. As you make it back over, like uh, Sarah grabs you by like the back of like your shirt and is like hurrying all of you out of the city gates. Like, what the hell are you doing? Stop it. Get out of here. Ah, I heard a swear. It's going to be the least of our worries if we don't get the hell out of here. Stop drawing attention to us. You make it outside the city gates. Um, and as you're standing outside, you hear the squeaky wheels of a wagon and the hem and haw of a donkey coming close. And sure enough, you see the staple master there bringing your ride up to you. Hmm. I feel Courage. like we need to name the donkey. He looks like a Doug to me. Doug? <laughs> Doug. Yeah, I could go with Doug. He does kind of, he's got the teeth of a Doug. Doug the donkey. Doug donkey. Oh, oh, oh. So, so, so let me, I'll, I'll just look up at Sarah and be like, are, are we, are we just, do we just jump on? Are we going? What are we doing? <laughs> she uh, pats the stable master on the shoulder and says, thank you. 
and she begins climbing up to to be the uh, teamster up front, taking the reins in her hand over the donkey. She says, climb in. All right. Hopping we're in. on the donkey. Okay. Onward, Doug. Take us south. <laughs> and you guys begin uh, taking the road south on the lay road. I, I let out a, a big emo sigh. <sighs> this was not part of the plan. I know. The, the coin forcer's right in my hands. I just messed it up. <laughs> not what I meant, Jack. But yeah, that didn't help things at all. A big wide turn is used to make sure that you're going the right way down the lay road. But with your back to Fangor Highland, uh, as you're making your way to Wolf Wall, Sarah takes one last look, as you can see. She turns over her shoulder to look at the city. She lets out a sigh, just turns back, gives the uh, donkey uh, uh, reins a bit of a smack so that now you're in a trot and you are continuing now down the lay road, making your way to Wolf Wall. Well, Sarah, it's an interesting turn of events. How does it feel to serve a group of assholes? While I may not fully agree with my holy order of the hands, I still believe in my faith. You are not bad people. Sure, you... (laughs) You may look as something that's crawled out of hell. (laughs) And she does turn to you, Avador. My apologies. You may look different, but... I can tell that your hearts are in the right place, at the very least. You don't know my heart. Sarah, thank you for seeing internally and not outwardly. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. She nods. And she turns over to uh, Shepard. She says, I may not know you know, but I've seen enough. And I trust you for now. I only hope that that trust can be reciprocated. So... The cart wanders off into the night. You make it past Wolf Wall, no problem. And uh, the lay road is a long journey. I flip off the Wolf Wall as we go. (laughs) 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 Fuck you, wolves! Making your way on the lay road, a couple days would pass. Consider it a montage, essentially, of uh, the four of you (laughs) making camp, uh, sharing uh, wild game of uh, breakfast and foods and is it snowing during this time oh yeah yeah remember this is now the beginning of the winter year as the sun sets it gets very very chilly there are some light snows no heavy snows just quite yet but there are some lighter snows beginning to fall and it's uh it's becoming a little difficult to hunt for local game because well everything's uh going to warmer climates I imagine. Shepherd writing his name in the snow. Yeah, you'll see a, a couple little things that <laughs> the I, I yellow trails. Yeah, you'll see a few. It's uh, it's more s- very specific derogatory words than my name, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the montage, and then we're all laughing over it <laughs> oh, oh. in the montage. All right, poor Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like got her. Uh, yeah, her she's given the the eighties mom sitcom the O oh, U yeah. hands on hips. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any, like, meaningful conversations or anything on our travels? We, <laughs> we really don't know each other that much. Sarah will kick one off, and she'll look over at um, Jack. They wanted to put you back in the orphanages. Did you grow up there long? I don't remember much about life outside of the orphanage, so I guess you could say, yeah, I've been there a long time. I'm sorry. I know those places are cruel, and 
they're basically jails for children. I got out when I could. And uh, who's in charge of those jails for children, Sarah? She uh, gives you a bit of a sharp look, Shepard, and she says, The Ecclesia used to be in charge of them, but King Frazier, the Nine Rest His Soul, thought that it was wasting the city's coin. So he decided that it would be taken up under the crown to run the orphanages. Barely a copper spent in there to feed those poor children. But she uh, she does look over at Jack and she puts an arm over your shoulder. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you've made it. Most of those children would cut a lord's throat if it meant that they could have a mouthful of bread for the evening. But you seem to have done all right. Thanks for having me along all the same. As as she does go on, like, as you guys do journey, she does make a point to wake up and still read a few prayers out loud. And she does try to encourage Jack to sit and listen and make sure that, you know, Avador, you may not look exactly like the most holiest of people, but she wants to make sure that there's at least some lessons being uh, discussed the, throughout the day. Like, today we're going to talk about... Um, uh, piousness, yes, and 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 we'll we'll discuss uh, generosity. Okay, great. It lets me put it down in my notebook. Yeah, she does like uh, uh, go over her holy tome, mm-hmm. uh, of, which is basically the uh, uh, the nine deities uh, in in depth in their different books and sermons and teachings and things like that. So. I, I notice myself like slouching as she's looking over at me, and so I like try to straighten myself up a little bit. <laughs> Shepard's just muttering things and like plugging his ears and trying to sleep during all those lessons. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even she doesn't even try with you, Shepard. <laughs> but uh, after a few days of this, uh, you do see uh, it's early one morning. Doug the donkey has been Yay. paddling along. <laughs> uh, you do see the lovely city of Lay off in the distance at the uh, uh, bottom of a large hill. Can we tell what the city looks like from where we are? Like, is it is it big? Is it like small, like a village? Does it seem kind of industrial or? So it's uh, Lay is a pretty small city. It's basically the last kind of pit stop before you make it all the way to Fangor Highland. Uh, Lay is basically like the last spot where traders or any sort of caravans, things like that can make their way, Mm -hmm. uh, to get like a good night's rest. They'll, they'll stop at Lay. Not a, there's really not much to know about it. It's not like a very notable city. It is only about 1200 people who live there. So it's pretty small. Um, about the only thing that people know about it is it's home to this, uh, really unique uh, landmark called the Mossy Fountain. I would say it's a good place to stop and refuel on our food, especially (laughs) especially Doug. Do you think people throw coins in that fountain? If anybody would like, you can roll a quick little fun history check. Five. Oh, yeah, you guys don't know. Sixteen. Who knows? Oh, wait, what? Shepard, you got 16? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so uh, you asked the question, you know, do, you, do people throw coins in that? Um, Shepard, you would know that uh, the reason it's called the Mossy Fountain is because it's basically just a completely moss-covered fountain that's no longer in use. People over the years used to, like, clean it and pull the ivy and vines and moss and clean the crap off of it. But 
no one could tell what the centerpiece was supposed to be. It looks like it was a figure. Some people say that it was supposed to be like a tree. Some people it was supposed to be like one of the nine deities. No one really knows at this point. It's worn down into just some sort of weird misshapen figure. No water's been through it for years, so it's just called the Mossy Fountain. And it's just a gross-looking landmark. Jack, there's no coins in that fountain that I know of. However, you know, there is something in the Mossy Fountain. Yeah? It's moss. (laughs) Get your head out of your ass, Jack. More moss. Thanks for getting my hopes up. You look over at Sarah just to be like, is that for real? And she... Gives a, a, a very <laughs> forlorn nod, like yeah, sorry, Aww. yeah. So as you uh, as you make your way towards the city, uh, yeah. you do see that uh, on the outliers of it, um, there's a couple of farms, uh, farmsteads that are uh, pocketed throughout. As your caravan marches into the city, everyone's starting their day. Uh, you see a couple of farmers heading out on their own with their own donkeys and carts, and a couple of. Uh, other travelers who are making their way towards Fangor are there as well. So there's a couple of other larger caravans set up uh, in camps just outside. But uh, they don't really pay any of you much mind. You just know that there's a lot more people here than there is like the, the normal population. There is a tavern, uh, but it looks packed. There's a ton of people there right now. Hmm. Jack, get the money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay. You thieving motherfuckers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna right? to try to squeeze my way in there into the, the tavern. Shepard hops off the cart, uh, and uh, as you start walking towards it, Sarah uh, calls out to you as you're walking away like, I'm going to board the donkey, give him some proper feed. Don't get yourself in any trouble. Yeah, yeah, whatever. See you later, Doug. I do have money, though, so I could feed us. Yeah, I've, I've got quite a bit of money, so I'm I'm not worried about it. You guys have money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys have money? I, I do feel like we got a lot of money at some point. We, we got well, a lot when we were also, down in the... Y'all, yeah, y'all looted, looted quite a bit. I see it. How much uh, money do you guys have? I've got like 500 gold. Damn, 500 gold? I have 20. I have, I have 20 gold. gold. You, you, guys, you guys should have a lot more than that, because at one point we got like 12... Or are you 100. holding on us, motherfucker? <laughs> no, we, we we got a whole bunch of gold at one point. I don't remember. Let me check. Is when we were down Maybe in the uh, uh, looking for those artifacts. After we fought that rat dude, we got tons of money. Uh, two, it was two thousand gold, and yeah. we were dividing it in four Fours. by four because uh, oh, for Sarah, for Sarah got some. So, man, why are we trying to steal shit? I know we're rich now. <laughs> I can give up my life of thievery. Fucking. Probably richer than that guard was I was trying to rob. Uh, As you walk into the tavern, it is, holy crap, crowded. Mm. Um, There are people all over who are trying to eat right now, um, who are breaking their fast. You see, um, this isn't exactly what you'd call a a well-staffed tavern. There's one guy who's over at, um, it's not even like an official bar. It's just the spot where they've got all their uh, barrels setting up. And he's over there just furiously pouring uh, warm ale into tankards. People are uh, as like hollering orders at him. Where are those eggs? I want some herrings. Bring the salted herrings. And he's screaming backwards. I'll get to your herrings when I'm damn well ready. So it's just, there's, People everywhere right now. In fact, there's no even open seating. Okay. So it's, it is crowded. Like looking at the people in here, 
how much money would be a lot of money to them? Good question. So uh, in uh, in this setting, obviously, it's uh, it's pretty impoverished. Uh, I would say that the average person working will make about a silver a day, two if it's a good day, like a really good day of work. Okay, yeah, I feel that. That's the average commoner's uh, daily earnings as a silver piece. Oh, Jack, you have a bunch of sapphires too because you fucking snatched them all, you little bastard. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sure. I can't remember <laughs> How why. Do you forget? Well, because you he, he wanted you to go like forward and got and you're like, okay, I'll do it, and then you mm-hmm. you snatched a fucking sapphire from me and ran. <laughs> little dick. The people that are after us, or I guess after the coin, the same people that have a blue scarf. I'm wondering if it's just something that we can like look around in the room and roll see. me a perception check. Perception. Am I with her, like around her, where I can yeah. do the same? Okay. I think we're all three in there. Yeah, you're all like standing in like the doorway area. Oh, we both rolled the exact same. My, pers- uh, I get an eight total. Eight, a twelve. Eight and eight. oh, gr- wow, you guys. We're not paying attention. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you're basically giving a, a a very general surveillance of of the tower, and just like I described earlier, there's people at long tables. There's people just sitting on stools. Nothing really of note. You just see some people trying to shove what little food this poor tavern has. Uh, into their face, as well as drinking, and um, uh, one long table has what looks like a caravan leader holding down his map with some tankards of ale, and he's just looking through the map like, "Oh, what's the fastest way to get to?" Get For to some Fangor? reason, I imagine him like looking at a karaoke book, like, "What am I gonna sing? What tonight? am I gonna <laughs> sing next?" I'm thinking, I'm re- I'm really feeling some uh, feeling? Uh, 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 poison. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really what? feeling play. Why do I have seven wedding rings? Because you Hold stole on. them. <laughs> Remember, we stole it. That was like in we the kept first stealing one. Was everything. Like, was that in the crypt? Yes. Though? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you not remember my story about Belly and the Bloody and his yeah, seven I, wives? I remember that, but I was like, I took their rings. Yeah, you yeah. took okay. their rings. You, yeah. you were a vicious You looting motherfuckers were in so, that tomb. It's like, oh, this isn't nailed down. Surely I'll just take this. I'm right. just in. The, I'm just in the bar, like looking in my my satchel. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what did I? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> when did I? Okay. I also <laughs> took one of their skeletal hands so that I had right. the place to put those rings. <laughs> You have no heart to right. what you steal. Yeah, I see the aquamarines in there, too. Avador, I have an idea. What's your idea? I, I hold ten gold up in the air and, and just yell <laughs> for everyone in the room, All right, ten gold for anyone who can point out someone with a blue sash and who can get me a quick flagon of mead. Everyone kind of turns their heads to you. I smile. Sarah quickly, like grabs your arm and pulls it down and gives you a look from behind you you didn't see her like enter but she's now behind you just like put that away what are you doing i'm about to i'm about to do a thing shepherd people are looking for us now's not the time to call attention i'm looking for people too buddy some drunk guy stands up, says, I have blue balls. Does that count? <laughs> and some of his friends at his table kind of laugh or whatever, but like no one really pays you any mind whatsoever. Well, if you desire to keep them, I would sit back down. Of course, I don't mean like I would get rid of them sexually. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to make that. I, I, I need to clarify. I want to make that distinction. I mean, I was I more mean. talking about like cutting them off or or something like that. It's not 
You know, you get it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. He tried to relieve him of his blue balls. <laughs> All right, so no blue sashes around here. Fine. Sarah tries to basically motion for you, all of you to, like, walk out of here. Uh, on the way out, I'm looking around to see if anybody has a uh, a large, like, a flagon of, of, of drink or, or a flask or something. Yeah, there's a person um, by the door. He's got a plate in one hand. It looks like of um, hard-boiled eggs. And his other hand actually has a drinking horn in it. So you see him trying to do that awkward thing where he's trying to, like, put the plate up to his mouth so he can try to eat uh, eat the eggs but he's also like his hands are full so he's holding his meat in one hand and his and the, the plate in the other so he's just trying to awkwardly uh, get the eggs into his mouth I walk up and snatch the, uh, the 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 horn out of his hand and then throw tin gold on the table for him <laughs> at first he's shocked but then he like looks down at the gold oh <laughs> and you guys walk out all right I'm cool. I'm sipping on my horn as I go. As you are outside now, and there's people now, more people on the streets. Uh, Shepard, she grabs you kind of like on the top part of your cloak. And she's like, there are people who would kill us for that kind of gold. Do not draw attention to how much money you have. Who's to say I wouldn't kill him first? That's usually my go-to. Shepard, we're trying to leave a low profile. Uh. There are more lives around, not just yours. We have to be careful. Not just these cutthroats and thieves, but also the hands. We have to maintain discretion. Maybe you are worried about hiding, but I'm actually looking to find people, and I'm not going to find them unless... Drink your horn, drink your horn. I take a drink. (laughs) (laughs) A big one, you can hear the gulp. She says, uh, our donkey will need a little bit of rest, but for now, let's just, let's see if we can find a place with a bed, or at least a commons room so we can lay out our bedrolls near a fire. So would the inn not be connected to the tavern in this case? It's like separate? Uh, it is, but it is full. And as you ge- like, as you do notice the streets of Leia, like there are more people around. You see some uh, uh, some of the people from like the caravans are all traders, so some of them are like putting out some quick makeshift shops that they're trying to sell some stuff. Some are selling like fruit, and some are selling silks and and uh, different various grades of cloth. And there's some guy who's just literally got a big looks like big wide pitchfork that he's uh, put rope on, and he's selling rope. Um, <laughs> Nice rope, <laughs> sir. I just wanted to commend you on your crafty work. Do we have rope? Rope's helpful. <laughs> we always need rope. Y'all into bondage? <laughs> well, what time is it right now? What's the time? It's of still day? early morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, she just says. Uh, Sarah just basically says that the donkey's just going to need a day of rest so he can like eat, be so reshoed. All day to explore you this a, town. Got a day. You got a day to chill out in the in the city of Lay. Let's get laid, y'all. Yeah. Hey. We have to get t-shirts to say that here. <laughs> I went to lay, yeah. not like I was a I, stupid t-shirt. I got laid and lay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking around at the ground to see if it looks like any like large caravans or anything have come through recently. Uh, yeah, some pretty large caravans have come through. Okay. Uh, you can, if you would like, uh, try to roll a charisma, tre- uh, charisma check to try to get what the uh, word on the street is about some LASIK mutterings or rumors or okay. uh, things that have happened recently. 
obviously you know this there's no there's no like newspapers or shit so it's basically all information is passed by word of mouth 19 yes so uh chris you're just asking some of the locals about some things and they tell you yep there's been a lot of traffic through lay lately so it's been both a blessing and a curse but they do say that from the north cag the lord from dwin has already uh passed by uh with his entourage and is on his way to fangor right now for for the summit Whoever I'm talking to, can I ask them if they know if the Lord from uh, is it Scarum? I'm gonna ask if they if if they had seen his banners or anything come through. So, um, yes, the Lord of Scarum has come through already. Shit. I wonder if we should look for flags from Fort Whitley. Our coin is of an octopus. Avador, you don't really notice anything other than just some of some very obscure house sigils, but nothing that rings a bell to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Shepard, the one that sticks out to you is you do see that this looks like a, a small camp uh, nestled somewhere in between a couple of buildings. Mm-hmm. A couple of people have made a um, basically a makeshift camp in between these buildings. Uh, they have the the symbol of a catoblepus which is basically a big swamp creature, uh, but it's on its hind legs, and you would see, even though the banner itself is dirty, you would recognize that that these colors that are on this banner, as well as that sigil, is one of great importance. I I, I nudge Avador, and I'm like, hey, um, look over there. There's That's important. Uh, look at him. Look at him there. If, if you would, <laughs> look at that. If you would like, roll a history check. 11. 11. 19. Oh, history check. Oh, 19. Yes. Ugh. Nine. I know everything today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Say, Shepherd's on fire. Um, literally. Shepherd, you, yeah, literally, <laughs> uh, you recognize that as the sigil, uh, sigil from House Humphrey. Oh. They are the Lord Paramount and Jarls of uh the swamps of Stamba. They're from the swamps of Stamba over there. That's probably why they look like garbage. Uh, it's all dirty and everything. Yeah, they're pretty dirty. Um, yeah, so there's that information, Avador. I don't know. Write it in your little book, I guess. I don't know. I'm writing it in my journal as we speak. So yeah, they're they're the only like notable high lords that are here. Um, you don't see anybody who would represent like an actual lordship. It just looks like one of their away parties uh, who's uh, here ahead of them. Do they have any knights with them? They've got a couple of guys who look like they're wearing some armor, but nobody who looks to be of a knighthood. Okay. Everybody looks, to be fair, they do look a little dirty. Maybe we should speak with them. Tell us what they know. I mean, we could. I'd just start drinking my horn. What What are we trying to seek right now? What is the information we're looking for? We're trying to get closer about this coin. Hmm. Are there any, like, uh, street urchins around or anything? Like, just people hanging yeah. out? No, you see, yeah, you see some, what you would immediately recognize as other, pe- other like, youths who have taken to... Youths? ...being pickpockets and... Um, street urchins and things well, like that. Because I would know, I would think that generally if there's information, 
they're going to have a lot of it, especially if it's being passed around right. on the streets and just overhearing things even. Yeah. So uh, can I go just talk to them, see if I can get something out of them? Yeah. You find uh, one who is sitting on a barrel right now, and he seems to be uh, a boy who looks a little bit older than you, and he's uh, uh, eating at a uh, big uh, uh, cob of corn. It's a it's, it's an octopus coin. You said like what's what's the coin we have? Oh, dude, it's got so much stuff on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got yeah, a lot it's of a details. Spear through an octopus, fisherman's mark from Ark Arkham, Arkham in yeah. the North Keg Maker stamp. That's what I have. No oh boy, I don't know how I can describe that to him. <laughs> well, she has uh, a drawing of it. I do have a drawing in my notebook. Oh, uh, can can I? Yes, borrow you it? can borrow it. I've got okay. the coin in my pocket, but we should probably just not. Well, I don't want to take him the coin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, here's this priceless coin. What do you think? I already did that well, once, and I think that almost got us killed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll take uh, her drawing over to him. Just like, hey, uh, does this? Do you know anything about this or where it comes from, fellow child? <laughs> Hello, fellow children. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he stops eating at his uh, cob for a moment, and you see him like picking at his teeth as he starts looking at it, and uh, he's, eh, I've never seen anything like that before. Looks like a real fancy coin. Can I, like, toss him a silver or something? Sure. Ping over a silver to him, and he snatches it out of the air, and he gives you a wink. But he says, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, um, it looks like a really uh, fancy coin. I've seen uh, I've seen people make one the, uh, them like that. What's in Port Whitley? Well, I guess we are going to Port Whitley after all, if we want to get some answers. Anything else you can tell us? Um... Anything we should know about this place or the road to Port Whitley? <laughs> he uh, he kind of gives a small smirk and laugh, but he uh, says, I mean, yeah, lots of lords and traders walking around, people with lots of purses, plenty of coin there. You're speaking my language. <laughs> and he uh, kind of hops off the barrel, keeps eating his coin and says, uh, uh, all well and good. Just don't uh, don't take any of my mocks and gives you a wink and keeps walking off. Let me toss him a gold, too. He's been helpful. And I, I like to... A whole gold? I have so much, should I? I, I have be... so much gold. I, these um, are my people. Uh, all right. He, uh, he takes the... He holds the coin in his hand just like almost in awe. And he looks up at you. Are you a lord or something? I'm just good at what I do. And I just walk away. <laughs> Dang, that was like a mic drop. <laughs> right. <laughs> mic drop, bitch. Drop. Okay. Yeah, you guys um, uh, basically kind of spend the rest of the time just sightseeing, not sightseeing, but people watching, okay. taking in everybody as they're walking through. You see the different traders talking with one another about how excited they are to finally make it to the capital and how the mercenaries who are guarding the caravan are so sick of this and their asses hurt from riding on these horses all day and it's going to be nothing but smooth sailing as soon as they make it to the capital it's going to be great so everyone's uh just you know ready to move on um but yeah uh in the midst of that you also play a couple of fun games of dice with each other a couple of fun laughs shared but for the most part nothing really uh uh important or of note takes place today i'm visualizing just us in the back of the in the back of the wagon. The wagon yeah. and just kind of rolling yeah. dice around. Yeah. 
And the whole time Sarah is uh, mostly looking at her holy tome, but she you see that she keeps giving a, a, a cautious glance upwards and is surveying the crowd, always making sure that she's just keeping a, a watchful eye out. Mm-hmm. She's seems a little bit on edge, but she knows shit. Yeah, yeah. understandable. So she, um, uh, the night draws in. Since there's really no like official inns to sleep in, y'all have made a little makeshift campfire. Slept. Uh, some of you slept in the back of the wagon. Others on like the uh, uh, on the ground and whatnot. And Shepard, you don't even sleep. You just right. stare creepy off into the distance. And I make sure that I'm facing one of the others as they're sleeping, so that <clears throat> when they wake up, they just see me staring at them. I'm facing. Do you not have to sleep? I'm, for... I'm facing. Yeah, Jack. elves don't sleep. Really? Elves don't sleep. They they that. go into a trance, and they actually do it for a quarter of the time that humans need to sleep. So they only have to trance for like four hours, and they're completely rested. Dang, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I know. I want that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that for real. Shepard, that explains why you can drink so much. <laughs> that would be one reason. All right. Luckily, uh, yeah, as your evening winds down, you all enjoy some... Uh, food that some of the locals have cooked it's just mostly like stew stuff and bread and um, some waters and watered down ale but uh, you all have a pretty nice evening and it passes uneventfully Um, so your next morning you are greeted with uh, the sounds of Sarah walking Doug the donkey over and getting him (laughs) uh, uh, all set up uh, to be uh, pulling the cart for the day. When Jack wakes up he sees that I've just been sitting there staring at him I wish you would stop doing that. <laughs> it's called keeping watch. I, I smirk, but then I turn over away from him, so I'm not, I can't see him anymore. <laughs> Pull the covers up over your face. <laughs> yeah. Sarah gets the uh, the donkey all bridled up and uh, ready for the ready for the journey today. As she pulls herself on top of the cart, she looks back, says, "All right, is everyone ready?" Let's do Let's this. Do Good to go. All right. She asks, did everyone enjoy their trip in Lay? <laughs> oh, yeah, Lay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what if... Everyone get your ceremonial <laughs> shot glass that says all I got from Lay yeah. was this stupid shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on my horn that I stole. <laughs> like souvenir horn <laughs> property of lay property of lay yeah i went to Not lay anymore. to get horny is what it says on the horn yeah. <laughs> all right uh your journey is now going to be continuing further south um as you can see from the map uh lay then goes to where uh a couple hours in you'll make it to this fork where it goes towards the east uh, towards Daymore Pass or further south. This isn't a necessarily official city stop, but a lot of people stop here at this crossroads just to kind of rest. Sometimes other traveler travelers will wait to see if they can maybe become a part of a larger caravan, uh, you know, whole safety and numbers thing. As you're coming up to the crossroad, you see that there is probably 15 men on horseback and they appear to be wearing the um, city guard colors of of the king. Mm-hmm. And they've made a sort of blockade uh, in the road. Well, that's not good. Sarah, maybe you should talk to him. I don't know. 
She says, everyone, stay quiet. Just let me do the talking. As you approach, you hear them, uh, hear them say, Oh, there, stop. She, uh, pulls her cowl a little bit further down over her head, so it's masking it ever so slightly, but she says, um, Yes, uh, greetings, um, uh, uh, how, how, how fares the day? Uh, one of them trots forward on his horse and says, uh, Saw so my lady, but Daymore Pass is closed. You'll have to head further south. She says, oh, oh, good, yes, we were we were planning on going south. We're headed to Port Whitley. She says, all right, very well. Be safe. Please let any travelers you see coming this way, let them know. Daymore Pass is closed. She just kind of looks back at you guys and shrugs. As the, as the cart begins to uh, move further away from that group, she does turn her back and look uh, at the group of soldiers again. I wonder why Daymore Pass is closed. I'm guessing they're trying to keep somebody from passing through. I mean, just a hunch. I'm just taking wild guess out there. But from, that would be the majority of the whole land. Yeah. It's the only direct cross. It's the only way past the Jaws. Well, they do have a lot of lords coming and going. I assume through Daymore Pass. At least the ones who uh, can't afford ships. So, she just gives a shrug, and y'all continue on. You will notice as you're heading down, it takes you a couple more hours, so you're almost to lunchtime, uh, or the midday, and you see the much larger city expanse of Thrice Point. This one is much nicer than Lay. You actually see, like, a city wall surrounding it, um, and it's uh, it's got a couple of really tall spires, uh, one of which looks like it's uh, an observatory. The reason it's called Thrice Point is because it has um, three rivers that come to a point that meet here just on the eastern side of this city, so known as Thrice Point Rivers. Do the locals look more well-off than they did in Lay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, these people, this is a much more fruitful land than it is uh, in Lay, so farmers do much better here. They're not just growing root kind of vegetables like potatoes and things. These people are actually have like crops of like wheat. And um, uh, if it was uh, in season and not the year of the winter, you would see much more fruitful looking uh, fields right now. But a lot of it's things like still potatoes, pumpkins, um, a couple of other uh, 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 fields of wheat, but nothing, nothing extraneous out, but there are numerous of them. So this is a much larger, more fruitful city. How's Doug doing? How's Dougie? Oh, Doug's great. He's just doing his normal walk and pulling the cart thing. He's a donkey, so he's not exactly happy about it, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did I get myself into? What did <laughs> I decide to do this? <laughs> so are we staying in Thrice Point for any reason, or are we or passing, passing through, through it? it? Yeah, It's up to y'all, really. I just kind of keep looking to see if I see any knights or whatever from the city or if I see any blue sashes. I'm just looking around to see if I happen to see anything. If you would like, go ahead and roll me your perception checks. 15. Ooh, nat 20. Nice. Oh, shit. For everyone else, it's pretty much just you see the normal the normal uh, hustle and bustle. You do see that there are a couple of caravans, uh, but nothing out of the ordinary. Jack, you, however... As you're riding through one of the outlier camps, you do see that there is a guy who is a part of a, a fairly decently sized group. They don't have any tents up, 
but they do have a couple of different fires burning and they're turning a couple of spits. Um, most of them are being pretty secretive and have like their cowls and hoods drawn up, except one guy who uh, decided to stand up and like kind of stretch. He's got a drinking, uh, a drinking uh, water skin in one hand and he's uh, got his um, crossbow in the other just draped over his shoulder, stands up. Uh, gives himself a good stretch, and under his cowl, you do see a very prominent blue sash. Mm. Uh-uh. Guys, over there at that little camp with all the fires, there's one of those guys has a blue sash. I'm assuming these might be some of the people we're looking for. Hmm. You know what they say when you assume. Jack, see if you can stealth over there and, and overhear their conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't Sounds fuck safe. this up. say no. <laughs> well, I mean, it's daytime. I mean, I'm not doing anything wrong. I just want to be near them as near as possible without Sarah, being suspicious. Sarah will ask, uh, you're certain you saw a blue sash? Oh, yeah. Like when he, it, under those robes, I'm positive. She looks over at them, giving them a little bit of a sneer. And she says, uh, all right, be careful. But go see if you can overhear anything. If you run into trouble, she reaches into one of her uh, belt pouches and she pulls out a whistle. It's a rape whistle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But she tosses it to you and she says, uh, give it a quail's call blow and we'll come. Caca, caca. Yeah. Caca, look over here. (laughs) I told him to use the whistle. (laughs) I'm giving a quail call. (laughs) Quail, quail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's not what quail sound like, but I'm going to go with it. (laughs) All right, so are you going to like roll to get closer? 18. Yeah, you you start weaving in through some of the other... carts and wagons and things like that that are uh, on the side of the road. Sarah herself makes Doug pull to the side of the road and she uh, hops off as if she's about to tend to something while keeping an eye on Jack. Jack, you uh, again, you're weaving in and out of like some tents and carts and wagons and things like that, but you do make it to a spot that is right behind a, it's kind of a small lean-to and it's got a lot of uh, boiled leather draped across of it looks like someone's drying out some leather so you're kind of knelt down behind that so you're nice and close to them so you can hear so go ahead and roll me your uh perception 14 for the most part they're just talk some of them are just talking about whatever it's then you know damn it it's cold or some of them are um complaining about how they've had to have you know iron rations for the past you know four days and really want some proper food and meat and one of them says he can't wait to finally go visit a proper brothel. One of them, who looks to be, uh, as you were sneaking up, he looks to be um, one who's a little bit more cleaner, um, as well as uh, carrying himself with a bit more importance. He's talking to uh, someone who's sitting next to him at, near the one of the campfires. You hear him remarking about, there's been no reports. They're assuming that they're dead. And if they are... We're the ones who are going to have to go in there and clean up. I heard that Dalum failed. Dalum, really? Yeah. Of all the people to fail, Dalum. <laughs> Moron. Fucking two brain cells left in his head. The other one stays silent for a moment, takes a, sl- takes a long draw from his water skin. Well, what are we supposed to do when we get there? <laughs> Find the one with red skin and horns, the one with black skin, whatever little urchin they have traveling with them, 
kill him, grab the coin, and get out. Okay, I think I've heard enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, let, let me uh, quickly, but still like uh, <laughs> as quietly as possible, walk back over. Stealth check. Uh, 16. You, uh, you start to uh, wander off, or stealth away, very uh, uh, slinking through the, uh, through the camps. You notice you almost knock over a cauldron sitting over a spit. But you catch it oh. and ride it back in place before anything like makes a, a large sound. Mm. And you keep going. But you make it back to the cart. Okay. So, all right. I I wasn't sure at first. They were looking for some people, but then they described us exactly. So I really think uh, we should get out of here before they notice us. Did they say why? We have a bounty on our heads and they're after it. Jack, did you notice any of them drinking a lot? Like they might need to take a, they might you, need to wander off and take a piss soon. Have you finished your horn already? Oh, that horn was finished a while back. But <laughs> did any of them look like they're about to break the seal? <laughs> I, I wasn't really paying attention to that. More trying to get away safely. All right, uh, I, I kind of give a look, and I'm trying to see if if any of them happens to wander away at any point. Sarah will take a look herself. She says, uh. Shepard, keep an eye out, but we need to get through this city quickly. I'm keeping two eyes out. Two of them. <laughs> keep, uh, she actually does look to Avador and Shepard, looking at both of you, says, draw your cows as best you can, best to hide yourselves if we're being sought after. And no offense, but the two of you stand out. <laughs> what, a pretty face like this? All right. Get Dougie. Doug continues, uh sauntering through the streets as you get through you do see it is a much nicer city it's uh there's a lot of stone buildings uh they actually got a uh cobblestone road um and there's uh a number of people and the, a lot of actual local vendors who are out out in the streets selling stuff at this point you see a lot of um uh sculptors and like clay pots you see some people selling uh proper food and spices you see a couple of uh uh, hunters who are selling like rabbits and um, uh, some wild boar meat, just some things like that. So there, there's a, a lot of proper shops that are being um, opened up on the si- on the on sides of the streets as you guys walk through the uh, walk through the town. Go ahead, everybody, roll me your perception checks. Fifteen. Twenty-one. Uh, Fourteen. Shepard, you are the only one to notice it. Um, but as you're uh, Making your way through the streets, you do see that there is uh, a couple of buildings that have some posters on the side of them. You notice that they have wanted on them, and it is uh, wanted posters that show the face of what looks to be a crude sketching of Sarah. And under it, it says, former uh, sister of the Ecclesia, uh, deemed heretic. Reward brought in for capture, dead or alive, to be presumed dangerous. Huh. Sarah, I, I never knew. I have a lot more respect for you now. I didn't know that you were dangerous. Um, check out that picture. She turns her head and looks at the poster. The color, huh. like, drains from her face. Yes, not very flattering sketch, is it? Sarah, are they after us or are they after you? I've more than likely been excommunicated for helping you. I never thought my order would turn on me so quickly. 
So you had you had no idea this order that uh, arms their uh, their church with weapons and orders people to be killed and takes away funding from orphans. You you never considered they might turn on someone of their own ilk. Shepherd. She she Shepherd. does get a bit heated at that. She turns to you. The color comes back to her face, and it's mostly red. Uh, but she turns to Shepard and she says, The Order of the Nine is a good order. We do good. We care for those. We protect the innocent. We uphold the good. But they don't protect you. Maybe some of them. She's at a loss for words as she turns forward. She says, It doesn't matter now. We just have to get through the city. I think it's your turn to cloak yourself as well. She pulls her cowl up over her head. She gives the donkey a quick whip from the from the reins and the trot uh, turns into a light gallop as the as you make your way through the city streets um but yeah you make your uh make your way through thrice point to the other side and you are now no longer on the lay road and you are now on honor road what was that a uh, west trap i know they're not like part of the story but i'm just curious what if we know what west trap is you uh, uh it's funny that you mentioned that uh upon your exit out you can get a nice clear view it's pretty much a granular descent all the way down to the shoreline from from thrice point but you do see peeking over the horizon the west trap statue and if you would like you can roll a history mm-hmm. nine. 15 i got nine also okay unfortunately you two don't know anything shepherd uh you would know that um west trap no one really knows what it is. Uh, there is a West Trap and an East Trap, but they are two very large, gigantic statues. And people have basically told the story throughout the ages that in the, in the time of Jarlheim's greatest need, when Jarlheim truly needed help, the traps would be activated in some way and some sort of something would happen to save the land. They'd release the thirst trap. The thirst trap. No, no one really knows what it was. There's a lot of like bedtime stories that says that say that like angels will descend from the heavens and uh, save the people from their demise. Some people believe that it will revive the old gods, the, the, the krakens and the giants and the dragons, that they will be awoken yet again. And there are those who say that it, is nothing more than just a big-ass statue on a beach. So there's a whole bunch of ranging stories of what people believe the traps actually do, but it's fun stories. But it's covered in seagull shit. It is. (laughs) Oh, most assuredly. All that information, all that knowledge you have of it, Shepard, and all you say is, bet it's covered in seagull shit. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the education. (laughs) I'm a realist. What can I say? I, I, I ask Sarah a question. All right, Sarah. So the the city is looking for us. Um, uh, what what do I refer to them as? Like uh, the ecclesia, I guess, right? The, yes, uh, the holy the the holy order of the ecclesia. Okay. There's so the, obviously my order, which is the brothers and sisters who are just the priests and the priests who spread the word of the nine. But then there is the hands, the holy order who. Uh, dispense the justice of the nine. There. So the Ecclesia and the Hand are looking for us, and so are these people with the blue sash that we've already fought before. Now, it, it seems odd to me that both of these parties are looking for us at the same time, so what do you know of these blue sash 
people. Obviously, they, they're in some sort of cahoots with your order. To my knowledge, I, I thought they were just brigands who were looting uh, the tomb of the heretic. I, I, I can't speak to what end. I, I don't know. It There's... <laughs> She scoffs almost. I have heard of secret orders beneath uh, beneath our ranks, but I, I've never thought that they would be real. To be frank, I I never thought the Ecclesia would be capable of such a thing. The Nine have always rooted out any kind of skullduggery and the corrupt priests who would take bribes. They've always, always been on the side of right. So whoever these blue-sashed people are, whether they're actually colluding with with the Order, I, I don't know. It seems like they're going to lengths to hide themselves since none of them were wearing their blue sashes where the world could see. You ever considered maybe there is no Nine and maybe it's just run by people who are just as corruptible as everybody else? She doesn't even say anything, but she shoots you a look that says, don't you dare say that again she looks horrendously offended i give a shrug religion aside they are after us and for whatever reason we are carrying something that they want she she mumbles under her breath that damned coin oh mate here's a weird idea what if we just give it to them maybe they'll leave us alone it's true we have no loyalty to this coin (laughs) i have sworn no allegiance to coins (laughs) <laughs> As we're on honor road. <laughs> yeah. She says, I have a feeling that would not be uh, the case. If these, whoever these people are, they're willing to kill for it. And I don't think they're rightly going to let us walk away. I've already gone too far and am being excommunicated by my own order. So whatever it is, we see this to the end. Or at least I will. Okay, it's see you later. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Here comes the, the spinoff series uh, about right. Shepard. <laughs> As he goes off on his own thing. Right. It's just him fixing up houses. <laughs> I will go on the high road. It's just, it's just a, a complete land a bar crawl. Like, he's just going. <laughs> a bunch of horns. Get John. on. Yeah. Shepard Black, uh, God, I'm so still drunk from last season. (laughs) (laughs) Last season. Diners, drunks, and dives. You are making your way down the road, and as you uh, have been traveling, it's getting close to to sunset time, and it's very chilly. The winds are picking up. The snows are falling a little bit more. Um, You don't know if you'd make it to High Barrow, before the uh, before the sun fully set, so Sarah will pose the question: If you wish to make camp now, or if you want to go ahead and rough it and make it to High Barrow, how far away would you say High Barrow is? We could probably make it uh, well past uh, sunset, but it would still allow us to get a few good hours of sleep. I say we just keep on trucking then. Not like I sleep anyway. I'm just napping in the back anyway, so not even hearing <laughs> it. Look back and Jack's just... Right. He's got like a <laughs> snot bubble. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. goes in and out oh, as he yeah, sleeps. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like an anime. <laughs> how, is, uh, how, does, how is Doug handling this weather as, it's, oh. as the temperatures are dropping? Oh, he's fine. He's good. Then I say we, we proceed to go to High Barrow. Give me some perceptions. I guess I'm awake. 
Ooh. Not necessarily. Ooh, 19. Critical fail. Oh, Damn. great. Uh, 16. She got a 19. 19, 16. Shepard, you are not paying attention at all, but the two of you, um, as you come around a, uh, a curb of the road that is uh, uh, nestled in a tree line, you do see that there is uh, a very large glow off in the distance towards the city of High Barrow. And you smell fire. Oh, no. No. Is the, is the fire in the city or outside of the walls of it? It looks like a very large fire of some kind is happening in High Barrel right now. So, guys, do we need to pick anything up here? Because it's kind of burning. Uh, yeah, Sarah looks at it, and she's got a very conflicted look on her face. She's like, we... We, we we can't risk being seen. We 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 should go around. But no one's going to see us. It's a fire. Everyone is going to be running for their lives. But what if what if we can help? What if we can help somebody? She looks down at you, Jack. Nine. Damn it. She gives the donkey a big slap from the reins, and he kind of takes off for a trot towards the fire. everyone, it's your Dungeon Master Devin here, thanking you for listening to this episode of Party in Peril. You can encounter us on Twitter or Instagram at Party in Peril. And if you liked this episode, please consider subscribing, liking, commenting, sharing, rating, uh, hacking or slashing, and whatever else you can do out there on social media or wherever you listen to podcasts. But thanks again for listening. And remember, roll high, crit hard. See you next time. Presented by NerdSloth. A place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, catch us on YouTube and Twitch or visit us at nerdsloth.com.